KTRS Sports with Martin Kilcoyne. Presented by Offenberg Hyundai and Triad Bank. KTRS. Lots to get to this morning. Martin Kilcoin. Who is Kevin Hayes and what's the big deal? Uh, well, Kevin Hayes plays for your St. Louis Blues. Before that, he played for the Philadelphia Flyers. And the Flyers had this draft pick that said he didn't want to sign with the team. It's a huge story in Philly. It's kind of become a big NHL story. And then a website that covers the uh, Flyers said this has got Kevin Hayes' fingerprints all over it, meaning... Hayes influenced this high draft pick not to sign with the Flyers. They ended up trading him. So this would be the equivalent, uh, I'm trying to think of the Blues, a top five pick. Let's say back in the day, even Tarasenko never signs with the team. And then people are accusing a former player of bad-mouthing the team. So Kevin Hayes tells the Post-Dispatch and other reporters yesterday, it's bleep and bleep, bleep, bleep. And he knew the kid. He'd taken the kid golfing back in his Flyer days. They both went to Boston College. So he's being accused of bad-mouthing the Flyers, and he said now he's getting death threats. This is the Blues player, Kevin Hayes, who's now saying, this is crazy, I had nothing to do with it. But the, the kid, Cole Gautier, said, I never want to play for the Flyers, and they're blaming the Blues player. <laughs> he's saying it's all made up. Anyway, it's, it's social media fodder, but these guys in Philly are saying, Hayes is the reason we didn't get this star player. And uh, it's gone crazy enough to the point that he had to address it with St. Louis reporters yesterday. So the Blues player is getting death threats from Philadelphia Flyer fans because apparently, even though it's not true, they think he somehow manipulated this young player's thoughts into not wanting to play for the Flyers. Correct, correct. And he, he said it's complete bleep. I think those guys asked it like complete pieces of bleep. To be honest, you make it bleep up. Uh, so he, he, I would say he vehemently denies that he had any influence here. Now, he, he knew the kid. He played golf with him one time, he said, because the Flyers asked him to. In the middle of it all, the coach of the Flyers, John Tortorella, is a very uh, controversial head coach, to say the least, extremely outspoken. And so the, I think the insinuation was that he badmouthed the coach as much as anything, which he says is 100% not true has nothing to do with the Blues, but it's a huge NHL drama. Yeah. And now St. Louis is sort of in the middle of it. Yeah, then they also lost last night uh, pretty bad last night. Yeah, they lost to the uh, to the Kachucks, the fighting Kachucks. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, hat trick. Back in town, gets the hat trick. Doug Armstrong was on Fox 2 Sunday night, and we've got a longer-form interview we'll be playing soon on the Kilcoin Conversation. And I said, Doug, as long as we've got you in studio – Let's sort of play the hits, the biggest complaints that Blues fans have. Why did Petro leave? He goes back over that. I said, why didn't you sign Matthew Kachuk? On that one, he gave a very – we ran that clip already on TV, and he said, we offered the equivalent of four first-round picks to get Matthew Kachuk. And Calgary turned it down, and he said the Flames told him at the time they were looking for players that were NHL-ready. They didn't want picks. In other words, they weren't looking for prospects or draft picks. And uh, they got uh, a kid from Florida. Anyway, they got a player who had over 100 points the year before. He said what we offered wasn't what they were looking for. But, yeah, every time they play Matthew Kachuk, this is going to come up. Yeah, the poor, the poor <laughs> guy grew up in St. Louis. Yeah, the guy yeah. grew up in St. Louis. Really? And, yeah. 
we, we always assumed he would end up here. Yeah, but you're also – well, anyway, I want to get to this Travis Ford story because I, I, I don't understand what the controversy is. Travis Ford, coach of the SLU Billikens, having a tough year, and his son goes on social media to defend him, but his son does it under an assumed name – I say it's pretty ingenious of the kid, and I think the kid deserves an ice cream cone sticking up for his dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anybody's shocked that a kid, especially he's a college kid, goes to school down in Texas, that a college kid is defending his dad. If you didn't defend your dad, you're kind of a crappy son, right? Uh, and then he created a burner account. I would say you. the only thing I would say is go ahead, just use your name and just say, hey, this is, Travis Ward's son, I think my dad has done a great job. Here's why. Point A, B, and C. The burner account and then getting discovered that it was a fake account. For the, I always say, you know, burn, what's a burner account? It's the cool term for a fake account. <laughs> but what to me was interesting is how quickly Travis Ford said, yes, it's true. It's my son. There was no denial. There was no cover-up. He just said, it was my son. I called him and said, I love you, but you can't do that. So it just created maybe a little bit of a headache for Ford. I think it'll go away because he quickly owned it. There, there's a handful of passionate Billiken fans, a handful of passionate Billiken podcast websites that are critical of the program. What I think is true is that this controversy will go away, but the critique or scrutiny of the program under Ford won't go away because this team is, is not good this year, and it's going to get uglier. So everybody can have a burner account and say all sorts of things under some assumed name, except for the coach's son. Well, I, anybody can and does. Right. But I think it would be, be preferred if you didn't. I think if you're Travis Ford, you'd rather your son doesn't have a burner account. I have one that defends McGraw vehemently. It's called <laughs> McGraw's Time Check. And uh, anytime people make fun of you, I hop on my burner account and vehemently defend you. Yeah, and and pile on. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I get it. I, I, I know that Travis Ford has to be, you know, I know they have to be rise above it all, but everybody has so many fake accounts being able to say the most vile things in the world. And, and when the son tries to defend himself using an assumed name, all of a sudden the son is somehow called out for it. I, you know, I, I it's dirty pool. I applaud the son and, I think I'm going to set up a burner account under the kid's well, name and start defending the day. Well, I think, uh, again, I think it's better if you can use your name. But the, the worst offense would be if Travis Ford did it. Remember the Philadelphia 76ers general manager got caught with his fake account defending all the moves made by the general manager. <laughs> he, was, he was on there saying great things about the Philly GM. And everybody said, well, this is kind of strange. Who would? Who would feel this passionately about defending the general manager? It turns out it was the general manager doing it himself. So, yeah, Travis Ford did nothing wrong here other than assemble a team that doesn't appear to be very good this year. That's a different to topic. That is uh, – that's pretty funny. Uh, when are the Cardinals going to do anything, or are they done doing anything? It seems like baseball uh, is uh, – what's going on? Nothing going on in the world of baseball. Yeah, I don't want to say collusion. That's a nasty word, but – there's a lot of good players that haven't signed. Remember Blake Snell? We thought he'd be getting $200 million. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of players still sitting out there. Cardinals did pick up a reliever last week from Tampa Bay, traded our guy Richie Palacios, who was sort of the fun guy at the end of the year, who was high energy, stealing bases, hitting home runs. Remember his brother's on the Pirates? Uh, he got traded, but the player coming back, uh, Kitteridge, going to get the name pronunciation wrong, but 
is a pretty established reliever, made it to an all-star game. So a bullpen piece, which they talked about, was on their wish list. Other than that, yes, pretty quiet, sort of mirrors the league, sort of mirrors the division in terms of a relatively quiet offseason. And then they added the front office piece. People are saying, no, we want, we want players. We don't want front office members. Heim Bloom, <laughs> fairly big name in baseball circles because he was the Red Sox CBO. He was the Mazalok equivalent in Boston for four years, got let go. Before that, he was with Tampa Bay for 15 years, highly respected in their they're the, you know everybody loves the Rays because they don't spend any money yet they're still good. Right. Hopefully they hopefully they didn't hire him to say okay how could we spend less? <laughs> I mean hopefully that's not why they hired him. Mozilla like said and he's going to be on the show tomorrow with us the Kill Point Conversation he'll explain it further. But they said they wanted some outside voices. Maybe things are considered a little stale. Hey maybe we need some other people telling us what we do is you know doing it the wrong way the right way. So that's why Bloom is here although he, he's part time. So this is not a seismic shift for the organization. Well, all right. Um, all right. But I was telling uh, Ben, Fred, I wouldn't trade with the Tampa Bay Rays. Because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, next guy, next thing you know, this guy's the next Randy Arozarena. Right. Well, that's, that is kind of funny because Palacios, not a highly regarded prospect, nice player, guy you want on your team for sure. Uh, it's a Rosarena. I would bet against that, but because it's the Cardinals and Tampa Bay doing business, <laughs> I'd be a little nervous. Remember, even Tommy Pham went down there and yeah. played pretty well yeah. initially. Yeah. Uh, Martin Kilcoin, who is your uh, sponsor? Offenberg Hyundai. They're located in O'Fallon, Illinois. They were the original Hyundai dealer in this era. That's going back to 1989. That's a nice little trivia fact, but more importantly, they're the leaders in customer satisfaction. So when you're buying the car, after you buy the car, when you need some service, they make sure you're still satisfied. Offenberg Hyundai, Green Mountain Road is the exit. It's not far at all from downtown St. Louis. You're buying a car. It's worth the trip. Make sure you're going to the right dealer. That's Offenberg Hyundai. Highway 64 is easy to get to from downtown St. Louis. I'm telling you, people are like, oh, Illinois, it's so far away. Not all. People are listening right now, and they're like, hey, that's right around the corner from me. Also on the web, OffenbergHyundai.com. Great-looking vehicles. Hyundai brand with all those great warranties. On top of that, it's the Offenberg name, so you know you will get customer satisfaction. OffenbergHyundai.com. All right, so you mentioned like seven guests on the Killcoin conversation. Who's okay. co- who's on tonight? Okay, let's narrow this down. Let's narrow it down. Randy Naughton is in studio tonight, the uh, longtime morning show host on Fox 2, now has a podcast. Amazingly, Randy has a podcast called more to say because she's always got more to say and there might be a cameo by the one and only mark zinn the zinn man oh yeah yeah louis is kramer he will uh he'll make an appearance (laughs) and then on the show tomorrow will be uh john mozaloc and doug armstrong so the blues gm the cardinals gm are on the thursday program of the kilcoin conversation martin kilcoin have yourself a good time with randy tonight let me get on that McGraw burner. McGraw's time check is my burner. Let me get on it right now and say great things about this segment. And uh, pile on. Martin, have a good week. <laughs> All right, see you.